0: Thanks for tuning into the Happiness Playbook, a podcast that supports your practice of play theory, a life strategy that helps you achieve happiness through hope, creativity, and validation of self and others. Life is challenging, but we don't have to sit on the sidelines while difficult circumstances crush our dreams. Our attitude plays a huge role in how we handle the challenges that come our way. We believe we're all on the same team, so we work hard to share ideas and practices that help you conquer in life's battles. So listen up as we focus on the positive and share tips and practices to improve your happiness game. I'm Laurie Florence, and I'll be your host for episode 97 of the Happiness Playbook, where we'll be talking about how you can win no matter what, if you're willing to lose. It's a paradox to be sure. Stay tuned and I'll talk you through it. But first, it's time for our post-game analysis. Last week, we talked about our family's adventures in Peru and how play theory helped us stay positive despite some crazy travel challenges. The next time you're traveling, remember to bring play theory along. It seriously makes everything better. We also want to follow up with the play of the week from episode 95. Were you able to notice your thoughts and how they affected your feelings? Personally, it took me a while to grasp the idea that our thoughts are responsible for our feelings. If it's still not clicking for you, don't be dismayed. Go back to episode 95 and have another listen. You can also find a lot of really great discussion about this idea on Jody Moore's podcast, Better Than Happy. Also, I'll link a really well done article called an easy self-coaching model to help you control your thoughts in the show notes on the webpage playtheory.org. Before, before we get to our highlight reel, it's time for our team huddle. I want to thank everyone who is listening and sharing the podcast. Our numbers are moving upward and that is a reflection of you, the listener, looking outward and sharing this content. Thank you, thank you. We would love to hear your feedback or comments on our Instagram page, The Happiness Playbook, or on Play Theory's Facebook page, Play Theory, or you can leave a comment on our website, playtheory.org. Let us know what you're thinking of the content we're providing, if it's helping, or if you have ideas for different things to discuss. I can relate to this week's highlight reel, which focuses on six-year-old Lena Larman, I have a couple of grandkids near her age and the importance of losing a tooth to be set under the pillow for the tooth fairy to exchange for a treat or cash cannot be downplayed. So I get how dramatic it was for Lena and her mom, Laura, when, while waiting for their luggage after an overseas flight that had included a 36-hour delay. That's a day and a half. They realized Lena who had been wiggling a tooth all the way across the Atlantic Ocean, had inadvertently left the tooth behind on the airplane. Lena was already exhausted and now devastated. To this, a six-year-old, it was an insurmountable loss. Her mom, Laura, said, We tried to walk back to the airplane, but security was closed. It was 2 a.m., Meanwhile, Lena was crying and very emotional, I can only imagine, as the realization that there would be no visit from the Tooth Fairy for her weighed upon her. Seeing Lena's distress, United Airlines Captain Josh Duchow, who was wearing his official uniform and captain's bearing, stepped in to help. He explained to Lena that he had the authority to excuse her loss of a tooth due to it being left on the airplane, and he wrote a note with a quick explanation to the tooth fairy that could be left under the pillow in exchange for the lost tooth. This assurance was enough to comfort Lena, and after gathering their bags, they were on their way to a long, overdue, peaceful, much-needed night's sleep. That is so great. This highlight reel really fits in well with the play theory principle we're focusing on in this episode, which is let go and play. The mom, the pilot, Lena, and even the tooth fairy had to let go of expectations and instead play with some new ideas all made possible by Captain Duchow being willing to look outward and ask how he could help. It would have been so easy to walk away. Not my circus, not my monkeys. It had been a long day for him as well, but I bet the few moments he spent with Lena and her mom were rewarding enough to make up for the slight delay it caused him. This story is also a great example of what can happen when we let go of a disappointment and accept the unanticipated circumstance. This letting go and acceptance opens up space for surprising possibilities. That old saying comes to mind, when God closes a door, he opens a window. Another way of saying this is, when we stop thinking something has to happen in a certain way, i.e., I have to leave my tooth under my pillow or the tooth fairy won't come. Then we become open to new ideas of thinking that can be even more satisfying than our previous mindset. For Lena, she got her six bucks for her tooth, and she got an amazing story that even made the news. If Lena, her mom, or the pilot had not been willing to let go and play with the circumstances they'd been dealt, Lena would have survived. Her disappointment would have even taught her some life lessons, and after a good night's sleep, she probably would have been back to her regular self, I'm sorry, regular happy self again. But why settle? Do you settle for acceptance of the disappointment and drudgery of the day-to-day life? There will always be meals to prepare, dishes to wash, and taxes to be filed. Life is going to come at you. Poor Lena had already endured a really long flight and 36-hour layover when she discovered her tooth was missing. I know a missing tooth is a big deal. I have a seven-year-old granddaughter who spends countless hours massaging a loose tooth, anticipating the moment it will fall free so she can collect the windfall of cash via the magic of the tooth fairy. It may seem silly to us grown-ups with our far-from-pristine permanent teeth solidly in place for years. We can still relate to Lena, though, because we each face disappointment, our expectations gone unmet. How do we handle times like these? If we're lucky, someone like Captain Duchow will sweep in and save us. But if not, we can save ourselves. We can remember that setbacks are part of our plan. Our plan to grow and develop and live life to its fullest. With such growth, we have to take risks and step into the unpredictable zone of infinite possibilities, including loss. Yep. Loss. How many of you have played a game where there was no loss? That's part of what makes a game a game. There's always a chance of losing. On the other side of that losing business is the winning side. I enjoy a good card game. When I was younger, I liked poker because it felt like I had more control because I could influence the other players by bluffing. In other card games, a lot more is riding on plain old luck. Have you ever played scum? That one is brutal. Once you're scum, the rules demand that you give your two highest cards to the king. And because of the order you're assigned to sit in, you will really struggle to get out of scumhood. It's almost impossible to go from scum to king in one turn. You need a lot of good fortune to do that. No amount of skill alone will lift you out of that pit. So why do I play scum? when I could lose and get stuck being scum. If I remember it's a game and let go and play and react with curiosity about what cards I'm dealt and with interest about how the other players are doing, then I can have a lot more fun than if I have an expectation that I deserve good cards or a winning hand or that I should be able to achieve a certain outcome based on my skill alone. Do any of us go around in life with that attitude? Some may call it entitlement. I'm entitled to good health, a good job, a great relationship, and on and on. Actually, we're not entitled to any of those things. Can we make choices that will increase our chances of getting those things? Absolutely. Just like in Scum, I can make smart plays with the cards I'm dealt, but a lot still falls to luck or lack of it. So maybe we just shouldn't play since we can't control or guarantee the game's outcome. Some people make this choice. They lower expectations until their only interaction with the world is as a spectator living vicariously through others on a screen. Some people rage against these injustices. They didn't get the job they wanted, the friends they deserve, the body type they want, and they're angry about it. Anger arises when we want to control something that is out of our control. Back to the game of scum. Sometimes I vacillate between these two reactions to the disappointment I feel when I get stuck with a losing hand. I may cop out and lose interest in the game and consequently miss out on being with the friends I'm playing with. Or I may find myself swallowing down self pity and stifling angry thoughts about the injustices that they got two wild cards twice in a row while I'm stuck with twos and fours. In either of these scenarios, I'm not only still losing, I'm also losing out on the reason I joined the game to have fun. That's the reason I play pickleball. It's fun, even when I lose. I still don't like to lose though, and that's why I wasn't thrilled to play in a tournament with my good friend, Sarah. But because she asked me, and she's a lefty, and I can stack with her, and I was looking outward, I said yes. To our surprise, we did okay in the tournament. We drill together regularly, and I think that helped us stay focused on the moment and not get too worked up about it being a competition. We ended up having to play a team a second time in order to determine who would advance to the medals round. This meant the stakes were higher and it was suddenly harder to stay focused on being present and letting go and staying in the point rally after making a mistake. Sarah and I had a quick powwow, reminding each other to stick to our game plan and be present, trying to do what we've drilled to do instead of worrying about winning or losing the match. Soon after the match started, The other team made an error and one of them let fly a few choice words. If Sarah and I had focused on that instead of our skill set, it would have derailed us. Instead, we let it go and stayed in each rally, keeping our eye on the ball and consequently winning points. Let me be clear. Sarah and I didn't play a perfect game. We had some good luck. We had some bad luck. We made errors too, but we didn't dwell on them. For the other team though, They became more and more upset with each error, and guess who ended up winning? They were good players, but I think one of the reasons they lost is because they dwelt on their mistakes. There was a lot of negative talk every time one happened. I also think they were focused on the outcome of the match instead of the rallies in each point. This raised the stakes and lessened their ability to be focused in each point, which was the only thing they could affect. Instead, they focused on the final outcome of the match, and in doing so, they had less control of each rally's outcome. Have you ever played a game with someone who, despite losing, is still able to laugh and smile? It's delightful, and I aspire to this. This tells me they're at peace with themselves and aren't defining their worth on circumstances that are often out of their control. It tells me that this person values the others in the game. It tells me that they've let go of their ego and accepted the opportunity to participate in a game of chance where the stakes are truly minuscule. Here's a tough question. If we can't manage to keep our cool when the stakes are low, how will we be able to handle things that really do have high stakes, like a cancer diagnosis, a stolen cell phone, A mistake at work that costs us our job. Bad luck happens in life. Sometimes we're dealt a bad hand and we get stuck with, for all of you heart players out there, the queen of spades. If we can remember there's more to this life than that game of cards or that lost phone or even that terrible health diagnosis, then we can still find purpose and have peace even in the midst of loss. When we're losing in a card game, we're still at a table surrounded by friends and loved ones. And despite our loss, we can celebrate another's victory. We can even find satisfaction in gaining more experience or knowledge that we can use in the next game. If we can do this, we won't lose the opportunity to develop those relationships that matter far more than a final score tally. That would be the real loss a lost opportunity to engage in edifying, accepting and encouraging ways with one another. For our play of the week, we invite you to laugh off an error, a mistake or a loss. If you're losing a game, can you win the experience by focusing on a skill you're developing or a relationship you're enjoying? When it's bad luck, Laugh it off, and if it's a bona fide error on your part, ask yourself, what can I learn from this? That's all for this episode. If you get the chance to try out some of these ideas, we'd love to hear about it. Don't be discouraged if this one's hard for you. Honestly, I really have to work on it. But the good news is, just like with any other skill, when we practice, we see improvement. And that's why we're here at The Happiness Playbook, to help you practice your happy. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to take a few minutes and hit that five-star rating when you're on iTunes. And if you have a minute to spare, please share a positive review. It really makes a difference. And we really appreciate you taking the time to help us get the word out about Play Theory and The Happiness Playbook. Next week, we're going to find out what training your dog has to do with happiness. Don't have a dog? You still don't want to miss it. Until then, remember, happy isn't something that happens to you. It's something you make happen. And here at the Happiness Playbook, we're all about helping you do just that. Remember, keep practicing happy. We're here for you. You got this.